Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles of Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen Podcast. My name is Ronnie. I'm Chad. He's wearing a muscle shirt. And today we're here to cover Season 1, Episode 13, called Tomorrow. Tomorrow. This is a good one. Yes, I did mention you were wearing a muscle shirt. Do you want to say Uh anything about that? No, I'm not flexing. It's blue. Oh, you said I'm wearing one. Yeah, Yeah, I'm wearing one. You've never done that before. Well... You have done that before. It's the first for a podcast. Um, normally, you know, you could have worn a different shirt. I would have noticed, but when there's a severe lack of sleeves, it, it kind of slaps me across the face. How many muscle shirts do you own? Um, Twelve. And what were you doing before this that required you to be like, you know what? Standing outside. Dude, you know what? Today, it is- feels incredible. Incredible outside. Yes, it does. It is a gorgeous day here in Georgia, folks. I walked outside and made me regret uh, sitting inside watching SpongeBob episodes for the, yeah. all day. SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon. I was just standing out in the yard for 30 minutes before you got here. Just I'm standing. also a little bit emotional today. Why? I don't know. Okay. You ever have those days? It's because it's so beautiful outside. Maybe I just, um, I walked in, I saw you. I, I will say this, I smiled a little bit because you were wearing that ridiculous muscle shirt. But it's also, not ridiculous. I also it's think I was color. just happy to see you. Um, I really counted my blessing blessings. I'm glad we're friends, so I just got kind of emotional. Wow. I'm okay now. I didn't feel the same way at all when you walked in. I was like, oh, let's kill this pod. And that's, that's fine, you know? If there's anything I am, it's vulnerable. And I keep it real. What did you think of this episode? Well, Junpei is officially dead. Well, I think we could have said that last episode. Yeah, but they show it this time, and either he's dead or he's still just really ugly and taking a nap. All right, so that was a segment where I asked what he thought of this episode, and he just told me things that happened in the episode. We have a, I would say, a better medium to do that, which is this summary, so we'll go ahead and get into that, since you clearly have nothing. We pick up where we left off. We see poor Junpei's cursed body He's dead. out for the count. He is dead. Okay, so if you guys weren't listening to that little segment we had beforehand, now you know. Nanami has figured out that Mahito won't kill Itadori either because his technique doesn't work on him or there's another reason he won't kill him. Nanami is now the man that I stand. And mm-hmm. he's the adult of adults. Thank you for jumping on board. I kind of teased that last episode, and it seems like... No, I think I said it first. No, well, you see, here's the thing about you. You were trying to double team. You had... Uh, well, obviously the panda. I'm not... Don't even go there. What? That's where you were don't going. Don't go where? To the panda. I know exactly what you were doing. So you are still standing Yes, panda. I still stand the panda, but... Well, you can't do two. Yes, you can. No, not allowed. Okay. Because uh, the idea of a stand is that... You are so focused on one person. You can't stand. You can't stalk multiple people. I haven't officially drove off the bridge yet. So why are you driving off any bridge? The Stan song. Isn't that how Stan came about? Yeah, it is, I believe, uh, in reference to an Eminem song. But isn't that crazy? I went. We went through our whole lives. And by whole lives, I mean the last like three years mm-hmm. with the word Stan. Right. Just me, just thinking. Oh yeah, we just say that word because we say it. But really, it's been about this Eminem song this whole time. I thought it stood for something. Yeah. If you could go through my the history of my phone, first of all, you'd find some pretty messed up shit. Second of all, at some point, you would see 
what does Stan stand for? Which is very kind of a tongue twister if you think about it. Yeah, it's like an acronym. S T A N. Someone really that be self-conscious enough to leave that D off the first word and then slide it in there on the last part. That second word. Yes, something that anomaly nonomy. So anyway, uh, definitely stop grinding up on the chain link fence. Pick a side. All right, so I pick Nanami. Well, Dude's adult yeah, of adults, let's fucking go. Well, first of all, let me just say, welcome to the club. No, 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 I've no, been no, here no. for a while. I am the you, head member. You like this Mahito guy. Let's see how this episode plays out if he turns into any better of an individual than what he is. Well, um, I just want to say, you know, welcome. Oh, Mahito, look at his fat yeah. dumpy. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna love it here, okay? Also, Nanami mentions that his attacks won't work on Mahito, but he will explain that during his lecture. Okay, never mind. His attacks won't work. I'm not. He goes on to say that he can halt his movements, though, so he can still be of help, but uh, he also does not have time to explain things beforehand. Just stay patient. The plan is to create an opening and then shower him with blows. And no matter what, they will exercise him here, right, right now, here, today. right now. Keep that in mind. No matter what, let's see how that works out for it's, him. It's totally gonna pay off. In case you forgot, Itadori still has more holes in him than the Disney film Holes, starring Shia LaBeouf. That film horrified me as a child. Hector Zaroni. Oh no! Don't. <clears throat> that was it. Was Madame Zaroni. But if you, uh, oh, so Hector if scares you, you. Here's my here's my impression. Not Hector. Fuck Hector. Hector was no one. If you were scared of Hector, I wasn't scared of Hector. You remember that uh, bridge you were talking about driving off? Drive yeah, off of it. I was it, not scared. I never. Said it was, was Madame Zaroni. She was a very spooky lady that sat in a chair and she <sighs> said, "If you don't take Madame Zaroni up the mountain, you will be cursed for all eternity." And I was. Oh my god. No, dude, I was more terrified of Hector. His the yellow Hector. spotted lizards? Yes. Were lizards that would kill you in one bite? How about Kiss and Kate Barlow? She was a Kiss loon. and Kate was the scariest of them all cuz I knew I, I would fall, you know, I would fall for that easily. Yeah, put on a little would, lipstick. Uh, oh my god. She cuts me up, kisses me with that venom, I'm done for. Horrifying. I remember watching it at a friend's house, acting so cool during it, being like, oh yeah, this is a great film. Uh, Shovels, uh, Dig Holes, good film. Uh, Wow. Shia LaBeouf is really putting in a performance here. Then we went to bed, and I remember I was sleeping uh, on a sleeping bag, or inside a sleeping bag, depending on, you know, how warm or cool you are in that situation. Just laid in the floor for like six hours, petrified of lizards and seeing the image of Madame Zaroni in my head. And you were scared that you, because you had sticky hands back in the day and you were worried that, you know, you stole some shoes or something, something bad would happen to you. You'd have to go dig holes for years. Is that what it was? Um, no. Isn't that pretty crazy? Just imagine stealing one pair of shoes at the age of 15 and being and like. And it was from like, if I remember correctly, it was from like a Goodwill. It was like a good, an auctioned off Goodwill yeah. signed sh- pair of shoes that were like a hundred bucks, and they're like, you know what? You better go dig holes for four years. Now that you think about it, that well, what a topsy turvy world we live in, you know? He, they film, really though. did. They really did. They were like, you can either go to juvie or you can go dig holes in the middle of the desert 
at this poorly managed uh what were the, they were trying to find a treasure yeah it was, how that was, was that how was that governmentally how was that part of a government decision I have no idea. How did that benefit the government? Any was it just the idea of they were going to be working their ass off, working their ass off, and if they found the gold, then the government would be richer. And what was his little friend's name? Zero. Nice. I just wanted to make sure you remember. What was his real name? Ooh, are you going to pull this one out on me? No, I have no idea. I just wanted. How about the fact that his last name was? Just Stanley backwards, and it was Stanley Yelnats. Yelnat, Yelnats, Yell yeah. Something like that. What a ridiculous film. Stanley. <laughs> well, it wasn't ridiculous. It was, it a was good pretty film. You do not take Madame Zarani. Good. So, with that being said, what do you say we get on to the second minute of the episode? Mahito has his eyes, or has an eye in his palm, because of course he does. Why would he not? And he exclusively refers to Nanami as the 7 to 3 sorcerer. Good lord, you just ripped a hole through that chair with that fart. Yeah, that, I'm sorry, guys. That, that was disgusting. That was definitely audible through this microphone. <laughs> it had to be. Uh, he calls him 7 to 3 sorcerer, which is a terrible nickname. Just <laughs> awful. <laughs> just call him adult of adults. Don't adult call of adults. Or, um, uh, or Mr. 7-3. That's cooler than... Yeah, 7-3. Mr. 7-3. Mr. 7-3. Well, yeah, he's the adult of adults mm-hmm. with some respect on his name. He's... Or Sir 7-3. That would be pretty dope. He leaps at him with one of his arms shape-shifted into like a sharp longsword. And we get some dodging here, a little more dodging there. Anime loves to do dodging. Right, wait, hold on. What did he do? He shape shifted into like a. It's like a long sword. Okay. Like uh, not some maybe just like a uh, long dagger because I don't believe there was so much of a uh, hilt to and the I, sword. So yeah, maybe and I had a great. I think you've already. I think I kind of missed this. Well, which, we, just we, terrible podcast. Usually I would be critical of you, but we did have a uh, arousing conversation about holes. So if you got lost in your notes a little bit, that's fine. I was gonna say Mahito. He evolved straight from Star Yu to Star Might. When he sends all those spikes out, and I don't know if you—that was well, a little okay, bit later. Well, okay, I don't think we've gotten there yet. Uh, have we not? No. Nope. He does so much shape shifting here. It's he hard does to... do a lot of shifting, but you—wow, uh, really got ahead of yourself. Just calm down for a second. Right now, we're doing dodges. I bet you can't name the second evolution of Star You. Uh, Star Me. Damn, you got it. Fuck you. Mahito jumps into the air and shifts into a sea urchin. Uh, Star Might. Here we are. Which is uh, starfish. It's not really a... Meaning he just has spikes going in all directions. Now, how do you feel about sea urchins? Ever encountered one? No, dude. I forgot they existed until you just said that. There was... um, That was another thing Ronnie was, and if I'm being honest, is still scared of. It was just like the idea. I remember them being like, "Oh yeah, those needles are poisonous, and if you get them, like you can lose. If you You'll step die. on one, you can like have your leg amputated." Yeah, but I've never seen one. Have you? No, I feel like they're over in Australia more so than whatever yeah. uh, you know island that we refuse to say the name of here that you often you know yearly go to, uh, Hilton Head Island, South yeah. Carolina. Um, so five and a half hour drive from where we're currently standing. Nanami and Itadori they dodge this aquatic based animal attack. Well, Dude. speaking of aquatic based animals, mm-hmm. the aquatic based animal Platypus? that I'm terrified of. No, that's a beautiful animal, right? Is the manatee? 
And you know, you want to know something crazy about that? You know, funny, uh, funny story. My nickname in high school was uh, the manatee. The the manatee. Yeah, That's... get it? Because it's like, oh, that guy's the man. A but teeth. I think it was kind of like a. Uh... And to be fair, first I I should rephrase. I was Wait. just the man in high in the high school. I was the man. Then I had the blow up in 2014. Uh, you know, ripped my old body. And then once after that, they started calling me the manatee. I believe it was a uh, weight joke. Blow up of 2014. There's something coming up in this episode. Didn't really appreciate that. I thought they they called you the man of tea, and you just had really cool t-shirts. Oh, I thought you were going with a a beverage joke. (laughs) Oh, no. What was I talking about manatees? Oh, yeah. My buddy had a place in Florida where he would jump off his dock and stuff, and there was mm-hmm. manatees swimming all around him. Really? So. Now, manatees scary. are kind of like a... Uh, water cow. They're water cows. Water cow, yep. Yep. They're swimming water... Um, what do you call it? Lactoses? Cows. Lactates? Lactates? Swimming water lactates. Mammals. Well, they're mammals, yeah, but they're... Which is... But hints. cows lactates. have milk. Not all animals have milk. Right. It's true. Good point by you. Um, so yeah, they dodge this aquatic based animal attack to the disappointment of Mahido. He shifts out of it and avoids attack f- attacks from the boys by making him into a little guy Mahito, little kid. Yeah, dude, it's even scarier Kinda than creepy. adult Mahito. Kind of creep me. He then proceeds to vomit up some more cursed people he's created. This is some real David Blaine shit. This whole it is like the aquatic Have you frogs seen, that yeah he that David Blaine? regurgitates yeah yeah it's this whole this whole scene right here is just kind of if you're watching this alone and you were high yeah off any substance really it could be even high off just perfume you could be a little terrified right. of what's going on it's now are you talking about JJK or David Blaine regurgitating um, amphibians uh they're one and the same so okay that's I mean you're right. This whole because it's so well animated that I feel like Mahito was in my living room when I was watching this. Okay, did you have some sort of 3D experience going on, or was that just called acid? Moving on. It's hard to move on when you don't know where you're reading. I know. I Mahito. was watching Mojito as I was drinking well, a Mojito. Okay, uh, backwards, but okay. Mahito throws them out into the field of battle and instructs them to kill the short-haired brat, which I feel like could have been explained in easier way. You know, I won't yeah. question it because I Sink think they vessel or I think they seem to have the idea of what they're doing. But they, I mean, they run after each Dory while Mahito and Nanami get a little one-on-one time. Mahito claims to have figured it out and says that Nanami can't kill humans. Huh? Do, you, do you have any takes here? Because I uh, no, I mean, no, first no, of all, I'm saying... gonna sneeze. I'm, so watch out. <laughs> okay. God bless you. Thank sir. you. No, he was saying Yuji can't. He's like, oh, he's still too terrified to kill humans. Ah, uh, yes. Because yeah. I, I was confused because because he was he was looking at Nanami when he said looking it, so, at Nanami. Yeah. Nanami was saying the thing earlier about how he couldn't kill Mahito. Very there's just a lot of yeah. It is very confusing, but as we've seen, Nanami did slay a shit ton of them in the sewer that were human. He knew were humans. Thank God you're a professional podcaster. Yeah, my Venmo is 
at Chadley Chart too. Right. The three multi-covered uh, munchkins. Munch. Wow, I can't say that word. Munchkins. Munchkins. Munchkins or munchkins. Munchkin. I think you said it right. It's lunch and then kids. Kins. Good. Wow. Munch kids. No, munch. And then I said, "Good. Wow." (laughs) That's so foreign of me. Oh, good. Wow. Much. Wow. (laughs) That's what I said after I watched David Blaine throw up frog. Like, good. Wow. Um. Yeah, but we got some munch guys. Amphibious. They're different colors. They uh, they follow Yuji up to a roof. He gets one into a neck hold that says "Let's play," but ultimately, dude, gets you know what that means. Mm-hmm. It's a little kid. Don't say that. Kid. Don't say that. Hey, let's not oh, say that. Come on. There's one. Oh, I stand Mahito. He's such a great guy. Yeah, who the person said that? <laughs> ultimately. Itadori gets overwhelmed when the green gets on top of him and says, please kill me. And my notes say, yeah. that rough. That rough, yeah. Because that that rough. I was thinking rough that, but... Yeah, see, I'm different than Yuji. I would instantly be killing these guys because look at them. Right. Well, we had this discussion last episode. If I'm ever a color that is not anywhere on the uh, the spectrum of human palais, mm-hmm, yes, just let's put an end to it. All right. If you yeah. if I've got a nice bluish hue to me, or I'm green, let's just. Eh. What was, if it's just paint? What if you just spilled paint on you? Well, you know I. If you Should think if you? you think that might be the case, please remove my trousers. Yeah. Get a look at my ass. Okay. It's nowhere you haven't been before. It'd just be like okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just be like okay. Yeah. <laughs> just be like okay. All right. Moving on. Back on the ground, Mahito has turned his arm into a giant version of the claw game. And you know we are watching a show based outside of reality because he actually has gotten a hold of his prize, which is Nanami. Wow. Much wow of you. Um, What was I thinking of? Claw games? Yeah, I was thinking of the SpongeBob episode where Squidward is uh, terrible with oh, it. He could really use this guy. It's all about the technique, Squidward. Yes. You close your eyes, be the crane. Yes. Uh, SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon. There's a lot to dissect in that episode. A lot of life lessons. You ever dilly dally with the claw machines? Yeah, I used to be semi a G at it when I was younger. What is okay? You're gonna make me mad here because what does that mean? It means I used to catch some things with it. I don't think you did. Um, really, just don't think you did. Like, wow, mom, look at this cool teddy bear i caught she's like that's awesome how many tries did it take i was like it only took 30 dollars for me to get this thing she's like wow that teddy bear costs three dollars its head is already falling off mahito is going on about how he is going to turn itadori onto nanami and that itadori is just a foolish brat who can't reconcile reality and his ideals whoa 
That is some big words from what we've kind of decided is like a child curse in Mahito. Yeah, Mahito, if we let him live any longer than, say, five to ten more years, he's going to be the greatest philosopher of all time. Well, remember, no matter what, we are exercising him right here. Nanami says you're wrong. If it were up to me, I'd say you were the fool. Burn. Adult of adults. Itadori then jumps from the roof, allowing for Nanami to break free as Mahito questions whether or not Itadori killed the curses. But before we get an answer, Nanami is behind Mahito, giving him a good blow to the face. Oh. Mahito realizes that they know he's uh, that he's changing shape right before impact, and so this time they don't give him a chance and are just punching this guy just a like gang bang. crazy. Well, not like a I mean, not, I gang mean, bang. A, a gang, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. Double team. They're just de- double teaming him so hard. They're DPing him. Beating him up. They are beating him up. I am just losing my notes all over the place. So many notes. So, wow, okay, so well, here, here is one thing. I thought the animation on Ma- Mahito as he's taking all these hits was really cool. Because you could see that they were doing things where he was kind of like shape-shifting his body so his face would look super weird. And you didn't know, like, oh, is he doing something or is it they're just really giving him a good old knuckle sandwich? Mm-hmm. This episode and last episode have been two of my favorite uh, animated episodes in any show I've watched. Wow. I just really enjoy the artwork and the palais of color that mm-hmm. they display upon the screen. I think it's just yeah. gorgeous. I like how you're putting a little church on that word there. It's palette, right? And it palette. It is pallet, correct? That is a wood thing that we use to move move and store items. Mm, I don't think you say it differently, though, do you? Mahito realizes he's on the verge to death and as, uh, as a last stand, opens his mouth, which now has four hands on the inside while his eyes roll oh. back into his head. This is his domain expansion. Yeah, he's missing a huge opportunity here. He could have said, uh, let me lend you a hand. Um, oh, yeah. He really I mean, could have. He could have said a lot of things right here. That would have been just so just so oh, wow. G. Wow. Okay, let's workshop this. What else could he have said? Uh, um, I mean, uh, let me offer you a hand. I mean, that's the same thing. Lid you offer it right. Kind of playing um, in the same area. You said there was a bunch. You didn't think. You're like, wow, there's so many of these, but I'll only think of one. Give him a hand. (laughs) Okay. I'll applaud you for your efforts while all of his hands are touching together. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to hand this one off to my notes here. I'll keep going. Uh, Huge hands erupt from the ground, blowing Itadori out of the way while one of them grabs a hold of Nanami. Oh, dude, and this is... This is not only creepy, but just so eerie, the mm-hmm. way that all of the hands are just coming in all directions. <laughs> yes. Not just creepy, but also eerie. What, what a fucking stupid thing to say. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, put away the thesaurus over there, asshole. It's like, this is not only awesome, this is terrific. This is so. This is not only rad. This is cool. This is not only good. This is great. Okay. <laughs> the animation here, though, five stars. Right. Really good. Not only is it five star. Five. Get- not only is it five out of five stars. It is also ten out of ten stars. <laughs> Give him a hand. Okay. So here it is. We've been waiting for it. It's Mahito's domain. And what do you think? You know, he calls it self-embodiment of perfection. First of all, terrible name. But other than that, what do you think? First off, I like the name. Um, it's just too wordy. I like what he's going for. I, I Yeah, he could have said round of applause or something like that. He he needs to do a pun with hands. Yeah. Why would he not? He missed a huge opportunity. I've already thought of like seven uh, I would have thought anime would have been all about puns, and they didn't go for it. Here. I know. Um, oh my god! What? Oh, <laughs> what was that? I think that was the lizard. She, do you need to? Okay, we'll keep oh, moving man, that on. Is gross. Um, oh my what god. were we talking about? I don't know. You shit your pants, and then I. Oh, his uh, domain expansion. You need me to give you a hand there. <laughs> I need you to wipe. Yeah. Give me a wiping. Um, his domain expansion, though, if I was in Nanami's shoes, the adult of adults, mm-hmm. I would be playing it cool like he is. You know, I'm an adult of adults. Right. I'm Sir AOA. But I would also be shitting my pants a little bit, just like I did, you know, momentarily. I would not only be pooping my pants, I would be shitting my pants. Yes. Because from what, the, from what it looks like, you might be in the palm of this guy's hands. It's very dark. I uh, don't know if you guys have heard this part. A bunch of hands are holding each other. This place could really shut down. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. Just so popular. Oh, look, I got I got an alert <laughs> from Domino's. <laughs> so you did not. Uh, what does it say? It says... Uh, I have a great weekend by getting pizza emoji. Two for five ninety nine. Two for five ninety nine each. They don't say what size. That's where they get you. No. So, uh, what I was saying, we have a bunch of hands. Uh, they're holding each other. Just from the look, this place could really shut down our uh, cuddling business before we even really get going. Seems real lovey dovey in this space. Nanami says shit, which I thought was kind of inappropriate. As Mahito says, right now, I'm just grateful to you. And almost five Uh, minutes in, we get the OP. Yeah, you know when somebody says, I'm grateful for you, you're so fucked. You're just done for. Anytime a girl has ever said, I'm grateful for you, I know that she is about to go home with another man, and I am just her GBF, you know? Right, which we decided the other day was a great, great best friend. Great best friend. Yeah, yeah. Also good. So, so great. He's the best. Yeah, not only great, but also good. Afterwards, we see Itadori trying to punch his way into the domain. Nanami gives us a refresher on domains, explaining that in here, their ultimate technique becomes one guaranteed hit. 
It's the height of sorcery Nanami could never obtain. He guesses that most likely his curse technique requires touching the target with his palm in its base state in order, good lord, to interfere with the soul as we flash back to a few episodes ago where Mahito did just that. Ideal transfiguration. It's uh, not looking good for this man's. Ideal transfiguration. Did I say that or was that your... Was that your notes? Uh, that's what he says every time he touches them. Oh. With the palm of his hands. Good lord, so deep. I know. And after, You know it would be funnier, though, if he said ideal hands figuration? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. because um, there are he hands. he uses his hand. Here. Right. And there's hands. Yep. See, sometimes I feel like I need to be the writer of a show. Or not a writer, but just spit some ideas should out. Should we write people. a show? In our free, yes. In our free time, should we do that? Yes. What do you uh, think it'd be about? I think it's got to be something uh, kind of similar to our own lives, you know? Right. Um, yeah. We could call it Ronald and Jazzy. Okay. Yeah, I think we could workshop that a little bit, but I think it's a good start. We'll talk more after the podcast. Okay. Don't want to give any way or give anyone our great ideas that they would go steal. Yeah, we definitely have to patent it. Patent pending. Have you heard about the patent pending on our uh, moment of silence, our podcast moment of silence? That thing has been pending for yeah, quite that's, some time. We'll have to we'll have to figure out what's going on there. I know the last time I checked, um, they told me to stop fucking sending them that that they're not going to do anything about it, but. That's been a while. There was an email that said that's not a thing. Stop. Yeah. You can't patent. But it is pending. I do know that much. After deducing all of this, Nanami realizes that he is literally in the palm of his hand now. Dude, did I just call that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because we see that he is standing on a palm in Ugh. the domain. Oh, he is fucked. Palms are weird. Why? I don't know. Something about the palm is... Mine are always sweaty. I'll start by saying that. Mine are sweaty right now, yeah. Sweaty palms. Hmm. Imagine someone just standing in the palm of your hand. Like a little small guy, not someone big. Nanami says, Jujutsu sorcerers are shit. They have to be prepared to cast away their lives for others and to occasionally force their comrades to do so. And that's why I quit or more like ran away. Yeah, dude. I, see, he's so... This guy is so fucking real. It is unbelievable how adultish he is. <laughs> and that's why I'm so excited for this next part of the oh, episode. Because flashback! To a tasty looking sandwich. I mean, sure, it's pre-wrapped in plastic, but I wouldn't kick it out of bed. It looks pretty tasty. Uh, We see that it's for Nanami, who is giving some of his patented sass to the nice bakery lady. Um, That was in my notes. I had patented. We've already said patented a couple too many times, so if I was a good podcaster, I would have edited that on the fly and just said sass. Uh, But I didn't. Okay. So. That's fine. And I, I wanted to add the touch. I know we've seen him without his goggles before. I think he looks better with the goggles. No, dude, don't say that. Yeah, last I do. time last time you didn't say that. No, last time I said he looks good without him, but I hadn't decided which one I, I disagree. Fancy. 
I fancy the goggles. A I bit more. disagree. I like looking into you know. One of my favorite parts of the human body is the eyes. I like getting lost in eyes. It's hard to do that when you've got some silly-looking goggles on your face. So Nanami leaves. He turns back, and we see that the bakery girl has a curse hanging out on her shoulder. But Nanami decides it's not hurting anything and goes about his day just That's, grumpy. You know, he's a yeah, grumpy kind of guy. He's like, I'm just going to go through the motions of life. I'm not going out of my way to help anybody. Real ass dude. I mean, this is so exciting. We are getting an inside look on the adult of adults, current salary man, not ex-salary yeah, man. This is current. This is the current salary man, Kinto Nanami. Strap it on, folks. I can only imagine it's going to get wild. We see his office. He doesn't even have a cubicle. These folks are just smushed in here side by side. No partitions or anything. He's trying to explain to a young whippersnapper that they aren't just dealing with people's money, but their lives. So they have to do their job with care. Any thoughts on doing your job with care? Yeah, I mean, you kind of have that thought in the back of your mind, and then when you start going through the motions, you don't really do it with care. All right, check this out. So just then, we see what might be (laughs) Nanami's douchey, douchey, okay, wait. Let me get this right. Get it right. <clears throat> get it right. Get it I was tight. So pr- I was so proud of this. Right. I took these notes about a week ago because for some reason you've just started taking notes uh, one episode at a time. Um, so I'm always a week ahead of you. Just then we see what might be Nanami's douchey twin brother, Bahamani. <laughs> because this guy looks he like does. he just got off the plane from the Bahamas. <laughs> Do you get it? I get it because he's got the slick back hair, the tan. Bahamani, um, a fake tan, non-authentic golden hair, slicked back, definitely using some products, a little wisp of a mustache, and sunglasses indoors. How to know a guy sucks in two seconds? We're looking at him. Oh, yeah. And how to know that this guy's nostrils are filled with white particles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just look at him. Another way to know that a guy sucks? Uh, muscle shirt, indoors, recording podcast. He calls the new guy a virgin, and while he might be talking about it in reference to the game of uh, sales, you know he's hoping to spin this conversation in a way that leads into him talking about how many chicks he's banged recently. I call this guy the tart of Wall Street. Whoa. uh, It's a play on words. Here's my point here. This guy, Bahamani, this is the type of guy, he's not having sex with women. He's not... Uh, making love to women he's banging them and i was gonna say it's not really consensual either he's gotta throw some dollars out there and i they might not be enjoying it because this guy's such a douche yeah and i hope it ends i hope it uh leads him down a dark path that ends his life well i wasn't gonna go that far but (laughs) if you want to take it there then sorry uh yeah, I don't know why. I'm just, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was going for there. He basically is saying, just get the company paid. Who cares about the customer? This is a guy that if you're going 65 in a 60 mile per hour road, he's gonna pull up right on your ass, mm-hmm. flick you off, yep. drive by you while almost getting hit head on, right, and say, hey, speed up, asshole, and when you're going five over. And what's he driving? He is driving a uh, Corvette. Uh, 
convertible. Purple. Fantastic. Purple. All right. Wow. We cut to Nanami, whose inner monologue is talking about how he is someone with no concept of a reason for living or something worth doing. Wow. Real ass dude. I have that thought every day. That's... I'll just earn a reasonable amount of money by the time I'm 30 or 40 and enjoy the rest of his aimless life in a country with a low cost of living. God, this is the realest motherfucker. Every decision I make in life is going to be from this guy right from here on out. Just what well, he just seems so sad. What does he even He's do? He's not sad. He's not sad. He's in tune with how life really is. This is this is the epitome. No, this is the definition I think that's of so life. Dark. It's not dark. It's oh, just. Oh no, that's awful. It's just real, man. No, come on. Especially when you're a single I lad, think like start a pot. What the fuck is going on in your penthouse? When you're a single lad, okay. Is your mother vacuuming? <laughs> I don't give a shit what she's doing. Never have, never will. All right, keep on your dark path bullshit. What do you? I'm not. I'm not on a dark path, dude. I'm just saying, when you're single and no mm-hmm. one loves you, you don't really have family or anything like right. that. Your mom's vacuuming right now, so uh, that's her room. She's not vacuuming anywhere well, I go. You said if you don't have family, your mom's right there vacuuming. Fam, I said family that loves you, and if you don't have a significant other, then. What's the point of life besides just aimlessly going to work and making reasonable amounts of money and then pissing it away at a low-cost living area of people you don't even like around you? But that's the idea. You're not really pissing it away if you specifically go to a low-cost-of-living area. Yeah, but what's the point of having all that money if you're just going to sit around and do nothing? He realizes that, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Cause that's so how would I he not go life. to a high-cost-of-living area? No. So he could burn the money? No, because he wants to be able to, since he's already made that reasonable amount, he's like, I can hold on to this for a while and just, you know, I'll be fine the rest of my life. I would just, just tell him you can't take it with you when you're gone. Yeah, dollar, dollar, mean, dollar bills, y'all. But then if he all wasn't working, this, he'd be like me and just be lonely and just listen, sit around all day and so he's, muscle tank. Uh, don't, listen, no one listened to Nanami or uh, Chaz Borrington over here. Uh, this is a terrible way to think of life, you know. What? You, all of this is over a montage, montage, montage of him going through the most salary man day ever: meetings, crowded elevator rides, cafeteria food, working late nights. Just one hell of a day, really. He's living the dream. Yep. He says he left school four years ago, and whether he's awake or asleep, all he thinks about is money. And. Deep. Um, it might be at this point we're like, wow, that vacuuming is really lasting longer than I would like as a listener. And uh, you know, hey, do you, you're not wrong. I'll say it that. Is. Also, when this guy, you know what I don't like about people? Will you come? I feel like you're kind of trying to sidestep the whole vacuuming situation that your mother's doing at your our recording studio. It is studio not even that, that loud. It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you don't want to address it, that's fine. You can go ahead with your point, but I just feel like you should say something. I feel like she's vacuuming inappropriate areas. That's what all I was going to say about that. I don't want to walk in and see something disturbing. But, as I was saying, when people say, so this guy, all he thinks about is money, mm-hmm. okay? And then people are like, I don't think about money at all. 
but they go to a, a 40 hour a week job and yeah. slave away all week you're thinking about money whether it's physically thinking about it or not and this ex-salary man who is a current salary man in this montage of life is the realest dude out there i feel like you're being so boring right now <laughs> i feel like you're i feel like you're taking this really personally and you're being so boring no this guy i told you i'm living my life exactly how the adult i feel of like your mother live. has been she's not even moving with the va- she's standing in one spot with a vacuum i just told you she's doing something inappropriate that lady doesn't think about i've seen money. her vacuum one time she doesn't push it along the floor she picks it up and put places it down on the spot she would that's not how vacuums work it's kind of a forward back motion and she picks it up Takes it to the next spot and drops it where she's trying to Is vacuum. Is that not how you vacuum? He goes on. That's not me. Curses and other people have nothing to do with me as long as I have money. Did I say that? I don't think I said that. He says he left school four years ago. And whether he's awake or asleep, all he thinks about is money. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah, but because thanks for saying it a third well, time. It's because you bored me so badly. Oh, my God. You were so boring. So he goes back to the bakery. Bakery girl is asking if he's gotten enough sleep. But Nanami, he's a classy guy. He doesn't answer, but instead ask about her. Aww. She says, I haven't been sleeping well either. It feels like there is this weight on my shoulder. As we see one of those, what do you call these guys again? Uh, little bitches. One of these little bitches is just crawling around. Not little, lil. One of these lil bitches mm-hmm. is crawling around on her shoulder just having a good old time. Um, please uh, keep her disregarding the vacuum. He says, my job is to take money from the wealthy and make them even more wealthy. No one would mind if I'm gone. People who wanted to eat... God, this dude's so real. People who wanted to eat would mind... Or people who wanted to eat bread would mind if their bakery was gone. Yet, for some reason, my job pays better. Yes. I've been listen. If there's been a cause I've been championing for a long time, pay the bakers. Yes, Ronnie has literally my whole life that I've known him. How has much have always I said talked this? about? Yeah, he's always been like, "Hey, man, did you go to the local bakery today?" I've already been three times. So I was like, "No, I have not been." You would always have enormous amounts of bread. You would mm-hmm. tip them in uh, a lots of monies. Yep, support your local bakers, guys. A lot of them hand out free cookies yeah. if you go over. Um, they're just nice people. They need more of a reasonable salary. And that was in aisle five of uh, Publix. He says when you think about it, uh, it makes no logical sense. And since uh, Nanami's not the best people person, she asked him if he's bragging, which I thought to be f- comical. Which he was. He says no as we see the curse once again on Baker Girl's shoulder shoulder he makes a cut movement with his arm and the curse explodes he asks how her shoulder feels now she says good and he bids her adieu now just to uh compliment myself on you've had this happen before a job well done this actually has nothing to do with the show i know that's shocking i am such a professional podcaster yeah that i've got a vacuuming situation going on upstairs you're wearing a muscle shirt that just looks ridiculous. It's beautiful. You're picking your teeth. You've been ripping your chair. Sounds like you've been uh, playing drums on it with your butt cheeks. That's how much you're farting. 
and uh, past Ronnie really screwed me over with a bunch of uh, spelling mistakes, and I just tiptoed all over him. I'm doing great. You've always been great at reading uh, bad things. Doing great. So You're welcome. Bakery Girl looks very relieved. She runs after him saying thanks and to come back again, but the adult of adults just keeps hey, walking. Not, hey, Mr. Nonomy Man, can you come back and wave your arm at me more often? Imagine if somebody actually did that. Would you, and your shoulder felt better. You, oh, yeah. Like, isn't that not kind of weird? He literally no, just waved his arm like a crazy man and then walked off. Definitely kind of weird, yeah. But what would you wouldn't think anything of it, really. I would be like, that guy's kind of weird. You'd be like, oh, no, if someone said something about it, you'd just be like, oh, it's in my head. Yeah, but I would still be like, yeah, that guy's kind of weird. But you'd be like, wow, that guy's the adult of adults. I'd really like to... Uh, Sir AOA. Really like to have a nice meal with him and just see where see where our lives take us. Yeah. But, I bet he's uh, got okay, a, I the vacuuming nice. stuff. Fantastic. I bet he's got a thing on him. All right. Not the point. Pretty inappropriate. Okay. You don't now, think so? Now, the, see, the vacuuming was kind of like a white noise, like I was performing better with it. It's too quiet without it, isn't it's it? It's really weird. I feel like our sound quality might be too good. <laughs> That's one thing we've always been worried about. <laughs> You have brought that up multiple times. Like, do you think our audio quality is too good? So as he walks away, he pulls out his phone and calls Gojo and says he'll be stopping by the high school tomorrow. And then we go back into Mahito's domain. Nanami takes off his goggle glasses as he says, I don't need your gratitude. I've already received it from lots of others. I have no regrets. And he looks at peace with himself when he says this. So at peace. See, dude, this is why get away from Also calm. Get away from your salary. Be an ex-salary man. Get away from it. Start doing some sorcery and help people. He looks so peaceful, I would say he looks calm. Uh, Just as Mahito starts to make a move, Itadori busts through the barrier. As Nanami explains, the more resistant the inside, the weaker it is from the outside. You know, they're made yep. for pe- keeping people in, not out, because most sane people wouldn't try to come in. Yeah, that's I've that's kind of how I am. I'm very resistant on the inside, but people usually can force their way in from the outside on me. Hey, what the fuck does that mean? Huh? Did I stutter? What does that mean? Like, into my heart. So you're you're saying the inside of your heart is resistant, resistant. but people usually force their way in, and then so so you're saying it's easy to get in, but once that's why your relationships fail. Yeah, you can get in in a relationship, which goes kind of against everything you've been saying. So that's I've no, I'm very. That's what I'm saying. They can force their way in, Mm -hmm. but nobody really wants to come in. Yeah. I've always heard Frank has no problem forcing his way in. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but uh, no one really wants to come in. Something deep inside Itadori... Speaking of Frank, uh, there lies something that must not be touched as it feels like energy builds up and then boom. We hear Sukuna say... I warned you that there wouldn't be a second time, as we now see that Mahito is standing before Sukuna on his throne of skulls. 
He makes a nonchalant movement with his hand, and blood comes exploding out of a hole in Mahito's chest. Wow. Sukuna's inner monologue says there is no one in this world more proud and conceited. He lives guided by only his pleasure and displeasure. Yep. Whether, how about this line? Whether you die or you die doesn't matter. Aside from him, I truly don't care. As we see a flash of our buddy, Fushi. Fushi, all he cares about is him, which is crazy. Why? What does he see in this Fushi man? What is it? <laughs> in this Fushi man. I don't know. that. When I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. That was really cool. Maybe, dude, maybe he is maybe he's the better vessel for Sukuna. I don't know. I have no idea why he likes him so much. I was thinking maybe if he had him as a vessel, Fushi wouldn't be able to pull an Itadori and kind of control him. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it's something along the lines of like he sees a darkness inside of Fushi that he can manipulate to help him do whatever his goal is uh you know there was that epic battle between him and fushi where fushi just kept standing up to him even when the going got tough i don't know pretty interesting stuff but yeah sukuna makes mahito his bitch not to mention uh mahito with one hole bleeds 50 times more than uh itadori with 12 holes yes So the domain explodes, leaving Mahito on the ground, blood spewing everywhere. What is going on? What? You've got some bubble guts going on right now, huh? I had a lot of food last night. What did you eat? Let's break it down. Cheez-Its, Doritos, uh, tortilla chips. What? I was going to say you had a lot of orange stuff going on. but Um, What was the other things there? Also, uh, do you mean... (laughs) Pause. You know, I'm I'm a food connoisseur, some people might say. Toasty cheese. Uh, Doritos are tortilla chips. So, are you saying that as a special way to just say more Doritos, or are you going to listen? Really to me or have not? flavored Dorito like tortilla chips, and then just plain tortilla chips. Toasty Cheez-Its. Okay. Nacho- wait, wait, wait. First, you just said Cheez-Its. Were they Cheez-Its or Toasty Cheez-Its? Well, I'm going to be specific on all of them now. I was just going through everything that I ate, but I'll and be specific. And they're not called Toasty Cheez-Its. They're extra toasted Cheez-Its. No, these are called Toasty Cheez-Its. Toasty Cheez-Its? All right. Yes. Keep going while I look this up. Toasty and, uh, Cheez-Its. We order five boxes. Toasty Cheez-Its. More Toasty Cheez-Its. Nacho Cheese Doritos. Salted Tortilla Chips. Don't know the brand. Um... Salted tortilla chips. Yep. Ruffles. Uh, just plain of, chips. A lot of corn-based snacks at this get-together. Um, what else was there? I think that was it. Have you talked to Kenneth? I have not. Let me text him. What are you going to text him about? Hey, we still on for tonight? Well, he did. I'm thinking... Um, see, Kenneth is a elaborate kind of guy okay and by elaborate i mean not elaborate at all he gave us the address he gave us the time yesterday and i think as he far said, as he's concerned he said ish he said the he time did say five ish. now that we could dive into 
Yeah. Um, yeah, me and Chad have to go here, uh, to a, our first guest appearance. People actually pay, paid a lot of money for us to come hang out with them. It's about time we were able to get a check around this place, but they gave us the time of five-ish. What do you think about that? Um, whenever somebody says five-ish, I think, okay, I'll be ready by five. And then you text me an hour or two beforehand and say, Hey, we're on for this time. Exactly. So you're a little peeved that uh, there wasn't no an exact time on the day of the event. There's no communication. It's 4.30 right now. Mm-hmm. There has been no communication. I will... You know what I'm going to do? But you sent... Okay, go ahead and tell me what you're going to do. I'm going to text him. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, okay. Have you done that yet? No. Okay. And I'll just uh, fill here for a second because who would want to edit this part of the podcast? Our editor sucks. Um... Yeah, five five ish. See, in my head, I was thinking like a uh, what is this guy's name? A five fifteen to five forty arrival time. Five forty too late. Five forty too late. Five fifteen, five thirty. Five thirty three. A.M. No P.M. Let's finish this pod. Hey, did you finish the text? If you did, I did. We can move on with the pod. Okay. We got plenty of time here. He just said, yo. He's replied. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, glad <laughs> glad that it sounds like your initial text message did not give him an opportunity to answer. It said, yo, and then he said, yo. And then I, do I say, what's up, or do I ask him about the time? Please just say, what's up. <laughs> okay. What's, All hopefully right. Hopefully, he just says, what's up, back. We'll keep you guys uh, tuned. This is electric. So... Yeah, blood spewing everywhere. Itadori takes the opportunity and rushes him, yelling, I'll kill you. See, now this doesn't work because now you're not engaged because you can't. I'm engaged. She said, I'll kill you, and I'm excited for that because he's finally killed a human. He did it at the beginning of this episode. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. I would like for you to not do that. Mahito notes that the domain expansion really burns cursed energy, that it is truly a final stand. But that is Stendhal a power. But this is a critical moment. So he squeezes out the last of his cursed energy, which leads to and I have the note here, but if you'd like to make it, you can go for it. The epic Ronnie blow up of two thousand and fourteen. Yep. I said biggest blow up since my infamous blow up of two thousand fourteen was my note. Uh, Mahito is like a parade float. Itadori goes for an attack using divergent fist which pops Mahito like a balloon, allowing him to deflate and escape back into the sewers before Nanami can help do anything. Everyone listening knew this, but so anime. So anime, but I liked it. I'm not going to pull a Ronnie and be like, oh, it's anime. I'm used to watching freaking... Uh... He popped. Hey, he popped. Yeah. And was like a deflated balloon... That's all around until he he landed directly into where he calls his home. Yeah. A little ridiculous. So Nanami can't help do anything. He makes a phone call that has to be to the assistant of the manager, assistant to the manager, because after telling him the location, he says, even you could kill him right now. That's how weak Mahito is. Jeez. He must be, like, on the verge of just absolute death. If that guy can kill him, 
Mm-hmm. He must be. He must have the fighting capabilities of a three-month child. Right he's now. literally a deflated balloon. So yeah, you could. And I would like everyone to count their blessings because thank God we don't have to see that useless squib this episode. Oh, that you know what a squib is? No, it's a squib <laughs> kick. <laughs> this is like when you make JoJo's references. Get cultured, uh, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I do know what it is. It's a kick in football. <laughs> no. I mean, it is, but no, you don't even know what, what I'm What is that, a Harry about. Potter reference? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Get cultured. Uh, so, also, I had bet you my ownership in the podcast that assistant to the manager is not the one to finish off Mahito. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a safe bet. Itadori starts to fall to the ground, and I'm going to assume this is because uh, our... Ha, <laughs> it is a Harry Potter reference. Let's go! <laughs> Fucking go! Hey, stop doing research during the podcast. The only time you're allowed to do that oh. is when you're me and you order a five-pound box of toasty Cheez-Its. They should be here by Tuesday. Itadori starts to fall to the ground, and I'm going to assume this is something Sukuna-related, but it could also very well be the 27 holes in his body catching up to him. Yeah, and then he's passing out. Nanami's, you know, worried about him, blah, blah. Down in the sewers, Mahito is in bad shape, but is still giggling. He reflects on his interaction with Sukuna and thinks that Sukuna should have less total curse energy than Brocano at this point, and yet that presence... His is just on a different level. So you're saying he's just way better than Brocano? It's what you're basically, it's basically like being um, take an average looking Joe that kind of resembles me, put him in a room, see how you feel, okay. and then spotlights hit. Ronnie walks in. I just, you know, it's not that I'm special or anything, but I just have this presence. You, yeah. I know what you mean. Your breath kind of like gets aura. taken away. Yeah. Is it aura or aura? It's aura. Aura, aura? Sure. Do you know where that's from? Uh, aura, aura? Mm-hmm. What's it from? We've got to get through this podcast. Well, you say what it's from really quick. <laughs> Chad, look at me. We, say? Chad, Chad, listen. We do not have a moment to spare. We have got to get through this podcast. Okay. By the way, I don't know. By the way, we keep getting a lot of Mahito feet shots during this scene, so for those people with foot fetishes, go nuts. You a foot guy? Nah. Those thing, those people, I don't understand them, you know? It's just, to me, it's, uh feet. You think they're being sarcastic? You think they're, it's a joke? No, it's not a joke, dude. You seen those videos? <laughs> I mean, dude. I've checked him out to see what all the fuss is uh, yeah. about. Kind of weird. See, see what all the foot's about. I'm not. I'm not mad at toes. I just don't. Doesn't do a whole lot for me. What did uh? He what said. The, what the man rumor say? has it there's a game night starting soon. Oh, wow. Rumor has it. I love that Adele song. That is a great one. Name two more Adele songs. Uh, set fire to the rain. Yeah. Um, Come on. Hold on. Rolling in the yeah, deep. We could have had it all. Not the name. 
Mahito goes on to say, even if we are all wiped out, so long as Sukuna is resurrected, the age of curses will come. Hell yeah. Right now, he wants to do nothing more than kill Itadori. Unlike his body, he can kill... Oh, a little autocorrect. Unlike his body, he can kill his soul over and over again. And then ask himself, how should I kill it next time? What? So he's going to kill a bunch of innocent people in front of him again. I imagine that's what he's talking about, right? Just yeah. make him suffer in that way. Right. After uh, killing. He should do that to Sweet Prince. his friend Nobara or Fushi. He should do that to him. Right in front of him. I think that's the way to do it. Under the moonlight inside of a, a chair. I don't even know... So under the moonlight, <laughs> we're inside of a. I don't even know what this place is. It's filled with body bags. Did you know what this room was? No, I did not. Did you watch this episode? I always forget to ask this part. Of course, I watched this episode. How much? You didn't even know what it was. So why would I know what it is? I'm just confused about what all these bodies are. They're in a room. Do you know what I mean? As far yes. as that goes, do you know what these bodies are? No. The whole idea was like the people in the gym or whatever were not killed. They were just like knocked out. So I don't know what all these bodies are souls i don't know if it's all the things they killed down in the sewers and brought them like once you kill mahito's little curses that they go back to human form i don't know i don't know what's going on but itadori and nanami are hanging out nanami says he has no lecture to give to the person who saved his life itadori didn't realize he did such a thing so nanami goes on to say that since he invaded mahito's domain he wound up to touching Sukuna's soul. And because little, of that, uh, I was saved. A little sexual. Well, only if you make it that way. Itadori says Sukuna never traded out. And Nanami explains that he never came out because our opponent went in. Yep. I've never came out, but I've always had people go in. Shout out, Frank. Itadori says, so it wasn't me who saved you. It was him. He goes on. Nanami, I killed a person today. People die. There's no stopping that. But I want them to have proper deaths. But after pulling that trigger myself, I don't understand anymore. What is a proper death? Wow, what a line. It is. Getting deep. What like, would your proper death be? Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no, nah, perhaps after like a nice meal, I f- die in my sleep. Proper death. How about you? Mine would be probably lifting weights. <laughs> Squatting. <laughs> Leg day. Just so... This toothpick yeah. of a leg, they snap. I'd be squatting 300 pounds and then just falls on my neck. And You would hear like a whisper in the gym be like, that guy has why is he doing that much weight? He hasn't done legs in five years. Nanami says, I don't understand either. Even if good people dying in peace and evil people being punished with death is the proper way, most of the people in this world are neither good nor evil. By the way, when I die, I am an organ donor. My calves can go to Peak's ass. Nanami is so awesome. He, you know, he says, 
Death is the final destination for all of us, but no one dies the same death. Trying to guide all of them to their proper end would surely be difficult. I personally wouldn't recommend it. All of that. Boom. Quote of the week. SOS, baby. I mean, SOA. AOA. Adult of adults. Good God, that took too many tries. Nanami knows that Itadori will try anyways and tells him not to die in the process. Just as he would have died today if Itadori wasn't there. We cut to inside of a classroom. Students are taking a survey on bullying. Yeah, you know, I guess, end of episode. I guess they're not letting that mistake from earlier happen again. Hey, we're almost done. Can you <laughs> can you buckle up and ride the rest of this ride? So I thought that was the end. This is what ha- you have to text one person three times, and you're you were so into this episode was going great. Now worst podcast we've ever done because I Since I think I saw one, part of your sure. body. It was called your interest. I saw your interest. Yeah. stand up and walk away. And now there's just a douchey no. shell of a human wearing a blue muscle tank right in front of me. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to say it, but you made me mad. You're just not even that big. <laughs> wow, dude, that's fucked up. I've been taking so many things to get bigger. Once again, creatine is not going to cut it. You've got to get on some steroids. I drink like literally a full glass of milk every morning. Also, quit being the guy that carries around a plastic gallon of water, okay? Well, you've got to hydrate. Creatine water is builds so, water to the muscles. Water is pretty accessible, okay? A 32-ounce Hydro Flask will do you just fine. Just refill it a couple times. You don't need to carry all of the water at one time. It's ridiculous. You look like such an asshole. So, they're taking a survey on bullying. Really hard to run a school when you have entire student bodies knocked out and one of your students ultimately perishes. We cut to a girl filling out the survey that I think they are trying to articulate that she saw Junpei getting bullied but didn't do anything about it. They kind of show flashes of that. So, basically they're trying to tell us uh, this woman or this old girl, terrible person. Oh. We unfortunately see Honeybun Cheeks, which is the terrible teacher from the past few episodes. He's accusing Shouta for giving Junpei those scars. Shouta says he doesn't want to hear any bitching from the guy who was too scared to do anything at the time. He's got a point. He's not wrong. The school doesn't know the whole story, though, so this guy assumes that Junpei has just moved away. That's sad. Shouta is bandaged up and can barely move his left arm. Honeybuns woke up today and decided to be a responsible teacher, so he says that they are discussing Shouta's punishment right now and that his own punishment has yet to come. So good for Honeybuns. Yeah, that is good for Honeybuns. Seems like, you know, all it took is for one student to die for him to really turn the corner. He says, both of you and I will have to bear the crime of killing Yoshino's heart for the rest of our lives. Not the only thing that died. Yep. So you know it doesn't make up for what he has done, but I... Oh, well, that's Cause hum- kind of well they didn't kill his heart because humans don't have hearts, but they have souls. Okay. We cut to Itadori... Are you part of Mahito's cult? We cut to Itadori walking through a hallway towards Gojo and Nanami. Hey, will you chill with the water bottle? <laughs> Keep talking. Let's go. Let's get up. This- For- Part of the episode sucked. First of all, <laughs> care about the environment. Enough of these plastic water bottles, right? Back to the hydro nah. 
They're recyclable. You were the most single per single use person I've ever known. What does that mean? It means you're terrible for the environment. He says Damn. Uh we cut to each Dory walking through a hallway towards Gojo and Nanami thinking to himself that he doesn't understand what a proper death is, so at least until I do understand, until I kill him, I won't lose again. Let's and go. Then I'll stand paradise. And now it's time for your favorite part of the episode. No, it's they didn't have one this episode. I checked. It's the Juju so, Stroll. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. The students back at the high school are having a great meal and for some reason are using the panda as a table. Don't care. I'm not watching. Well, it's the panda. Nope. It's a, oh, yeah, I love the panda so much. It's not canon. He's such a pointless character that the only time we see him nowadays is in the Juju no, Stroll. No, he is. Don't even watch he it. He will be in the show. This is not canon. Don't even watch it. This is not canon. This not canon. Well, we get a great little meatball recipe, which just so happens to be Itadori's. Speaking of cannons, I miss those cannons. Bonito Flake Boy gives Panda a bite and says, Bonito Flakes. We cut over to see Gojo and Itadori also eating, get this, Flakes of Bonito. same meatballs. Mm. You missed out. As he thinks that he can't wait to see Fushi and Nobara again. And then I got really nervous because we get a glimpse of the next time on and it looks like a bunch of brand new characters that who knows how we will manage to mess up their names. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, wow, Ronnie, he's never good with the Japanese names. Chad's going to have to step in on this one. Um, what it was the deal with our appearance? What's the latest? Because you've, like I said... Huh? We're No, we're good. We're supposed to be there a little after five, so... Ah, uh, five-ish. Like 5.10 will show up. 5.15. So we still got some time. So with that being said, I would, well, like, for you know, you, I would like for you to okay, really... Okay, let me really pay attention to the juju scrolls uh, what, that uh, don't uh, mean uh, uh, anything. Um, I'm a great podcaster, okay? So first of all, finish the juju stroll. You weren't listening. We are halfway through the season. So I would like for you to, I don't know, try a little bit for your listeners who are so gracious no. to you. Always have your back, and I want you to say this what you like, think. What you think? <clears throat> halfway through the season, go. The floor is yours. Well, let me talk about the Juju Strolls and real your quick. Stupid weak muscles. I'm gonna go back. This is a Dragon Ball reference, okay? This is like us talking about Dragon Ball and then being like, "All right, we're gonna do a whole thing on Dragon Ball GT that's not even canon." <sighs> Hey, that you guys probably mean anything you guys pro- to the story. We don't do video, so you probably can't uh, see it, and you might not even be able to hear it. But there's a uh, dead horse in here, and Chad is just beating it. He's beating a dead horse. <laughs> oh, I get it. Came straight from the horse's mouth. Keep. So what were we talking about? We were talking about I uh, set you up perfectly. Oh yeah, halfway through the season, this last episode really got my interest fully peaked if that makes sense the hands if it wasn't for the hands and mahito's amazing domain expansion um because i thought probably episode nine and ten you know a little weaker than the rest of them but i'm fully in the show now i am in there yeah to me sukuna is still really intriguing 
Nanami is definitely my favorite character. Once again, I'll uh, uh, outreach my hand, say welcome, welcome to the club. But yeah, Panda and Nanami. I feel like they've done a good job explaining some of the techniques as far as that stuff I understand. Sometimes it gets a little confusing. Uh, the domain expansions are very cool. Can't wait to dive into, especially once our little sorcerers get a little bit more mature, a little more experienced. We see what kind of their personalities come out, what kind of domain expansions they can make. Um, and then I also just, we I feel like we've got a lot of baseline characters that I want that have had maybe one or two Panda. moments of some development I just want to dig deeper. Panda. Want yes, some more character developments. Um, just keep building them. Yeah, I can't wait for more Panda. I That's probably what I'm most looking forward to the second half of the season to cover. And I think everyone knows how I feel about you right now, so I'm not even going to comment on that. This will be the end of the episode. We will be back next time starting off the... Well, well... This technically is already the second half because there's 24 episodes. And the way math works, 13, 12 is technically halfway through. So at the end of last episode, we were halfway through. But now we're... Uh, this is the end of the episode. This is the end of it. I've been Ronnie. Well, subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. We've been doing great on the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, shocking. Chad wakes up to plug the podcast right at the end. I was just happy to be here. Um... Watch us anywhere you can watch podcasts. Or don't watch us, listen to us. Because, because, because we still can't. don't have video. You can't. You can't watch it. Uh, and Patreon coming soon. Big news ahead. <laughs> Big announcements. Just huge. Uh, follow us at Podcast Chronic. Subscribe. Uh, Leave an iTunes or Apple Store review. Discord. Hit they it changed up. the name too many times. We're done. We're going to get uh, paid an unbelievable amount of money. We're definitely not just going to hang out with some friends. It's they are paying us. Peace. Bye. Hey, don't fuck that up. Bye bye. Eh, you've been what? You've been listening to Chad. Bye bye. Chad says peace. Peace. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs>